All right, there's a lot to unpack there, okay? <laughs> now, let's start with Mason saying that we need the content. No, no. Here, here's the difference, Steve Mason. And, and you know what? The alliance is done right now oh because oh you want to take – you know me. You take a shot at us, and you can take a shot at me personally. That's one thing. But if you want to take a shot at the content of this radio show, that is a completely different other discussion. I take that way more personally than you making fun of me personally. I take so, that personally. Exactly. So here's what I would say. No, no, that's what you call organic radio. We were talking about a story that Laura brought up, which I thought was fantastic, about a dude getting a tattoo on his arm for Lifetime Tacos or whatever it was, which, I don't know, last time I checked, we live in L.A., there's pretty good food here, particularly tacos and Mexican food. So we got into that conversation because, I don't know, it's relatable, right? Everyone eats. Uh, Taco Tuesday uh, was also, uh, you know, going on, right? So the other part of the equation was we added the fact that Lindsay mentioned a taco place that she prefers in Ohio as opposed to California, which stunned all three of the other people on the show. And then we brought in a celebrity arbiter and Dave McMiniman, who also lived in Cleveland, who could then relate to us his feelings about the matter, as you heard there. And then we talked to him about the Lakers. So I don't know. I actually thought that was the perfect segment to do on a radio show in Los Angeles. Here's what happened, George. Um, we were talking yesterday about Mason and Ireland and the whole two-pack thing. And we played it over and over again. And apparently, in an off-air conversation between Steve and Chris Morales, Steve asked Chris, let's not do this, okay? Let's, let's, let's put this one to bed. And as Morales introduced Mason in Ireland today, the biggest show on radio, he said, you know, I, I was going to talk about the obvious, but I, I, I had to bury it. Ah, you know what? Screw it. Let's do it anyway. Two-pack, two-pack. Okay. And I think that... I think that Steve got a little angry, frankly. I think Steve got I, I angry. don't know if he did or didn't, and that's not my business, and maybe that did happen. Um, he did not tell me that that was the case. Um, but I will say this. I don't give a rat's ass what you have to say um, about me personally. You make fun of me. You could take a shot at me for a million things. But when you start messing with the content, listen, I know what's a good segment on radio, okay? That is a good segment. Perhaps, maybe you should listen to the afternoon show earlier, you know, maybe a little longer, and maybe that uh, it will help you also remember what good radio was. Ooh, wow. Now there is a shot fired. I mean, I was just about to get back to Lindsay because what happened was, after this whole situation about the guy getting the tattoo for free tacos for life, and Lindsay said that her favorite taco place was this place in Cleveland, and the rest of us were like, time out, just a time out here. You mean to tell me that they got better tacos in Cleveland than they do in, in L.A.? Correct. Which I never said, said which I never said. No, I you just didn't said say that. that. I mean, you did I, say you'd rather have the place in, in no, Ohio no. over I said it's places. my, that's not what I said. I said it's my favorite taco place. Right. It is. But that would also mean that you then. That doesn't feel... mean that I've tried every single taco place no, in no, all of it, Southern but, California and that but, I prefer it over but it. But I, I would say that there is not one place in Ohio that is better than the worst place I in know. Los Angeles to eat tacos. Well, I never said that it was the best. I said it was my personal favorite. And that that's all it was. I, did, I don't. You kind of got upset disputing. about it, too. You, you, you also got upset. upset. You, you did. You, did. you sound upset. 
Sound upset, upset to because me. Because you're trying to pin something on me that I did not say, and you're trying to put words in my mouth. And I never said it was the best. I never said it was better than any of the places in LA. I said it was my favorite taco place. That's it. But that would also mean that you have you had tacos in Los Angeles? Um, maybe like two places. Okay, but that would mean that your place in Cleveland is better than the two places. But they were different. They're different type of tacos. They were like this is a, it's very specific type of tacos. It's completely different. Mm. It's not like Mexican food. It's not mm. Mexican food by any means. Okay. It's just my favorite food. I should have never even said what type of food it was. <laughs> it wasn't really about the kind of food. It was that you got really angry at all of us. You did get because, a little testy. Because little I testy. don't care. Because I don't care what you guys think is the best. I don't care your favorite taco place. I don't care all of LA's taco. Like my favorite food is a certain food that I enjoy. It has nothing to do with anybody else. I'm not saying it's better than anybody right. else. It is good for my taste buds, and I don't really care what your taste buds say about it. That's I, all. I, I, that, that's fine, and nor should you care. We just all recoiled, Kaplan, Laura, and I, because of the um, audacity that you had to uh, that. At least the way we interpreted it, perhaps uh, we felt that you, you know you 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 know you were crossing the line that we needed to defend the heart and soul of this city and its culinary expertise. But I never said it was bad, so there's nothing to defend. I, I get it. But it made it sound like, you know, again, it could have been a okay. misunderstanding, a miscommunication. Well, I, I'm just explaining now. I never said anything was bad in Los Angeles. I just said that this No, no. No one place. is saying you said it was bad, but it just sounded like you said that the other place was better. Now, better is subjective. So you, you feel like for your taste buds, it is better. Um, I, I feel like... I didn't say better. I said it's my favorite. Okay. I, I feel like your taste buds need, uh, need reprogramming, perhaps. Okay. That's fine. You can think that. Everybody gets so upset about it. I like my taste buds. Thank you very much. All right. All right. Well, By the uh, way, Granted LA just tweeted me and said, the show yesterday was like a Seinfeld episode. It was layers on layers and layers that all tied together at the end. That's a storyline. That's exactly what happened. And that's exactly what the show should be each and every day. I'll go with that. I'll go with that all day. So, so I'm also getting texts now from Chris who's telling me that uh, Mason did not text him and tell him to bury the two-pack thing, that it was an Ireland bit, and I said, okay, well, whatever. you know." But and did goes, you notice one thing? Because I was listening to a couple of segments today when I was in the car. Yeah, what happened? I heard a lot of Tupac music on the show today. I don't know who Tupac is. Tupac, Tupac or Tupac, I'm yeah. yeah. I'm a, I'm a Tupac fan myself. I heard a lot of Tupac music on the show today. Tupac, By the I don't way, know who Tupac is. I just ordered dinner, and I got a two-pack of tacos from Barrio. Okay. Well, there you nice. go. Nice. Good job. Your taste buds will enjoy them, I'm sure. Uh, nonetheless, uh, so, just, Mason, I love you, but I, you know, it, listen, there are some certain things that I, I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. Um, I am being told by a source, a source, deep within the ESPN Los Angeles 710 ESPN uh, hierarchy is the way I will describe it. That not only was Tupac on in the segments that I heard in the car during Mason in Ireland, but apparently every segment had a Tupac song, and they had no idea. They should change Tuesdays. <laughs> it, it should be Tupac Tuesday. That's there it is. Do. They should do Tupac Tuesday every Tuesday. That actually should be. Well, look, Mace, you're welcome. We just gave you a bit. How about there that? There we just, we, that one's free of charge. Hashtag content. Have it. Sure. Free of charge. Así gratis. Yeah. Dale. There you go. But I did hear Steve on the, on the air earlier today. This was uh, right at the top of their show. 
and he was talking about how we spent 30 minutes on a Cleveland taco place. We did not spend 30 minutes you know? on a Cleveland taco show. We, I actually thought the bring on McMiniman was the best thing we could have done in that scenario. It was very funny. And Listen, we talked Lakers with him, which was great. Yeah. I'll just say to everybody who's listening right now, if, if the content of the broadcast does not meet your standards, I will give you your money back. You right, understand, you, you understand what I'm yes. saying to you? Yes. Yes. It's free. Okay. You um, get your money back. Yeah. Free of yeah. charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Now we, we can move on now. I feel good about what Okay, everybody's got this off yeah. their chest. But, you know, listen, I, I, I don't like you coming swinging at our content. Like, you can swing at me all you want personally, <laughs> but don't swing at the content. I draw the line there. I draw, And Mason knows I cut to the white meat. I do not what, – what, when you piss me off, and I don't get pissed that easy. When you piss me off, I'm going for the white meat. I can be meaner, and you know it. Just saying. Anyhow. When you say the white meat, are you, like, making a reference to Mason that he's white meat? What do you mean? No, no, no. Like, you know, when you cut someone deep, yeah. we all have white meat. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just, oh. Yeah. I thought it was red. Like blood. No, the red is the blood. Yeah. Oh. The actual, like, m- like skin part of it in the inside is, is white. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's why they call it the white meat. Oh, I thought this was like a conversation about chicken. No, 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 no. There's nothing about race. No, no, not at all. Oh, or ethnicity I'm, or anything like that. No, I just thought we were talking about yeah. chicken. It was actually a saying in the on, on you know back in the day when you know in the old uh, uh, the original morning show with me and Keyshawn and LZ, we used to say that. Oh, cut into the white meat today. You know, like it was kind of a thing. Um, so, speaking of cuts and changes and 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 people kind of jockeying for position and and shots are being thrown across the bow. Um, the media is doing that with USC right now with this quarterback situation. Uh, I have read so many quarterback controversy uh, pieces over the last, I don't know, 48 hours or whatever it's been, um, maybe longer, 72 now, that I, I, I don't even know how many other ways you can talk about this. Now, the latest news, Kaplan, is what with USC's quarterback position? Well, the, the latest news, as it's being reported this afternoon, is that Slovis is in because he's not injured and you know tests came back negative and he's fine he's ready to roll and Jackson Dart the celebrated freshman who came in and rallied USC to their win against Washington State this past Saturday he's out due to injury so the 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 quarterback controversy that we could have been looking at is if both guys are healthy then who becomes the starter do you stay with the incumbent the more experienced player or do you come with the fresh faced kid and the fact of the matter is, is that the young kid is hurt and unavailable, which puts Slovis back into the starting role and really kind of squashes any kind of quarterback controversy, at least for this week against Oregon State. I believe that Keaton Slovis, for better or worse, is kind of fighting for his USC life right now. And he needs to come out with a good game. Now, granted, coming off a neck injury, I, you know, if he's going to play, so be it. Um... But I, I, I do think that this is a really important game for him. It's Oregon State. They should be okay because it's Oregon State, and they should be fine and win this game. I, I'd love to see what they are favored by. Um, I can look that up real yep. quick. But, I'll find but it my guess is, if I had to guess, Oregon State, they were – man, I, I'd say at least they're at home. Oregon State's not that good. No, I'd Oregon say State, 14 State. to 17 points. Like, I would just say, I'll cut, to, I'll cut it in half, 15 and a half points. Yeah, let's find out because Oregon State started the season off by losing at Purdue 30 to 21. 
They got by Hawaii, 45-27, mm-hmm. and then they beat Idaho, 42-0. to So the, the warm-ups um, are not exactly, you know, it didn't work out against Purdue. They were able to get through Hawaii and Idaho, and now they're on the road at USC. And, yeah, I'd like to know what the line is as well. USC is favored by 13 points. I was close. Yeah, very I close. I was close. I said but, 15 and a half. 13 yeah, but, is not that far. Yeah, but yeah. by Price's Right rules, you went over. So you're, I did you're go over, yeah. yeah. I'm actually kind of stunned. That feels kind of low. Now, I think that has something to do with not knowing who the quarterback was going to be. Could uh, be. But, but that is low, I feel like. You, you just uh, I, made a comment, though, George, about Slovis mm-hmm. fighting for his USC life. I, I think that is very accurate. You know, it was not exactly like last year. Granted, it was a shortened season. It was the whole COVID-related stuff. The Pac-12 got started late, et cetera. But it wasn't a spectacular season. You know, the year before, he burst onto the scene. Last year, kind of, at least the way I think most people perceived it, took a step backwards. And in just reading through what the USC coaches have been saying, they felt like the team had been playing tight. But when Dart took over, everybody kind of played loose because it's like, hey, he's an 18-year-old kid, and and who knows what's going to happen here, and let it rip, and he did. Um, I would say that if you're Keaton Slovis, you got to take all the pressure off your shoulders, and you got to kind of put it off to the side. And what I mean by that is, you know, you signed a lucrative NIL deal. You are projected to be a first-round draft choice. You are trying to lead this team back to national prominence. At some point, you know, you're still a child yourself. You got to take that, George. You got to take all that pressure. And I know it's hard to do, easier said than done. You got to put it off to the side. And you know what you got to do, kid? You got to go play ball. That's it. Go out there like you're a senior in high school. Forget about the draft and the status. Forget about the money that you're already generating. Forget about any embarrassment because the young kid came in and played his butt off. Dude, you got to go out there and just have fun. Play ball. Lose yeah. the pressure. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly, and I think he's capable of it. Um, I thought he played pretty well last year. Some people thought he regressed. I thought he certainly as a freshman he was fantastic. Uh, I, I think he is capable of being really good. I just think he's gotten poor coaching personally um, up to this point. And I also think Clay Helton is a bit of a historically a conservative coach, and I don't think that that necessarily helps uh, a, a young quarterback develop per se. That That's just me. But I, I do think that there are a number of things that play in their favor, and I'll get to that on the other side because I'm curious to see what you think about what could potentially play in their favor moving forward uh, as Oregon State is coming up here this coming weekend. So we'll get to that. Plus, we got Raiders news. People are jumping on the Raiders bandwagon. Huge, big I mean, what the hell is going on here? It's two weeks, so everybody. We'll, we'll, we'll get into all that. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Sit down on Cap with you here on 710 ESPN. So we were just talking about USC Cap a second ago. I'm with you. Um, And I don't want to get into the Raiders because people are jumping on the bandwagon. It's pretty hilarious. Um, But let's finish this USC conversation. Now, you kind of... I didn't want to say you ripped their schedule because that's not what you did. But you did say 
when we were talking about UCLA a week or two ago that USC schedule outside of Notre Dame, and we still didn't know how good Notre Dame was, right? Like, is not daunting and probably doesn't benefit them. This was leading into the Stanford game because, you know, there's going to be teams with better resumes, right? If, they, if they're trying to win the Pac-12 and, and, and make the playoff at that time is what we were discussing. Mm-hmm. Now, I actually think, you know, I, I don't think you were wrong necessarily about that. However, I mean, we just don't know how things tend to unfold. But I think you were down, going down the right path at that point. But now I kind of think the opposite could be the case, that the schedule, because it's somewhat weak, like you said, could be playing in their favor now, considering a little bit of a wounded animal. Well, look, here's what I was trying to get at last week. This is pre the Stanford game, okay? Right. Um, that when you look at what's remaining on the USC schedule, and by the way, that was really, really early. We were one game in. They had beaten San Jose State. But prior to the Stanford game, if you were to look at the rest of the schedule, you had uh, Utah, who had been nationally ranked, and that is, of course, until they got beat by Fresno State. You have Notre Dame, who is nationally ranked, but at that time they were just getting by, just barely getting by a Toledo team. And you had UCLA at that time, which was moving up the polls, but UCLA had not lost the game that they had just lost. And did I just get one? Maybe I'm just trying to figure out who I may have just said got beat by. Anyway, bottom line is, is UCLA got beat by Fresno State, and that took UCLA from 13 in the country to 24 in the country. So... When you look at the end of this season, USC will play BYU. They've moved up to 15. What I was getting at, George, was there's not enough on the schedule that if USC were to go unbeaten, I'm not right. so sure that they could get that they would get in the playoff. Right. right. But now I think it helps them because they need just kind of wins. Like they just need wins on their on their schedule. Right well, now. your your point is a good one, I think, which is look at this time, Clay Helton was still the coach at this time of this conversation. Uh, Keaton Slovis was expected to go all season long. I mean, it was assuming he's injury-free, to, he's the quarterback. What's happened in two weeks is the head coach got fired, and the quarterback, at least for part of a game, got hurt, and a young kid came in, took over, and helped lead them to victory. When you look at the remainder of the schedule, Notre Dame, UCLA, and BYU, those are the big games on the schedule. And because the schedule is what I'm going to call weaker because you don't play teams like Oregon – I thought Washington was going to be decent. That went out the window week one when they lost mm-hmm. to Montana. The schedule right. is such that it, it's just not that strong, to your point, which may be a good thing for USC because now new, right, yes. new coach, potential quarterback controversy. I say potential. All of a sudden, now you're thinking to yourself, thank goodness this schedule is a little bit weaker. Thank goodness we don't have an Oregon on the schedule. Who knows what UCLA or BYU will be when we get to late November. Right, you and, and look, right. nobody's – Nobody's talking playoff now, but the Pac-12 is still up for grabs um, because they have one loss. If if I look, if they ran the table, let's just for argument's sake, probably not likely, but if they did, let's just say, if they ran the table in the Pac-12, BYU is not a Pac-12 team yet. Notre Dame is not a Pac-12 team yet. So I'm talking about Oregon State, Colorado, Utah. Arizona, Arizona State, Cal, and UCLA being teams on the schedule that are Pac-12 teams. They have the one loss to Stanford. If if they run the table in the Pac-12 part of their conference schedule, they will be the team that represents the South in the championship game. Right. And and, and they could still win the Pac-12. It, you know, my guess is it'll be Oregon on the other side if they were to beat Oregon. So there is still a, a potential 
for a modicum of success here this season? I'm not going to tell you right now that USC cannot beat Oregon because I don't know what's going to happen between now and the time yeah. the Pac-12 championship Injuries, is going to Injuries, a lot of things can happen. Right. Sure. However, yeah. what I will yeah. tell you is, is that as we stand here today and Oregon mm-hmm. is 3-0 and and Oregon has a road win against USC, which is far and away the most impressive win of anybody that we'd be talking about in the Pac-12. Remember, by the way, uh, Oregon started the season by getting by, and I'm saying it that way because they won 31-24. They beat Fresno State. Fresno State obviously right. just beat UCLA. They went on yep. the road, and they beat number three, Ohio State. And then last week, Oregon could pretty much play its fourth or fifth string players and beat a team called, you ready for this? Oregon Stony played Brook. last week. Stony Brook. Yeah. Does anybody know where Stony Brook, col- uh, college, university, I don't know what it is. Stony Brook, 48-7 to last week. So presumably... Oregon is the best team because they have the best win at, on the road at Ohio State. But I don't, I'm not going to tell you right now that USC doesn't have equal to or greater than talent. They may. No, ex- we don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. It is a possibility. But when I, I'm just referring to the USC aspect of this at the moment. So I, I just think it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be a bumpy ride the whole way. But I, I am curious to see, like, I'm a big believer that if you have, quote-unquote, two quarterbacks, you don't have one. Um, so they're going to need to figure this thing out, whether Slovis has a good game here and then keeps having good games and regains the momentum, because there is a controversy whether he likes it or not. Because Jackson Dart just looked the part um, a little better than Keaton has. Now, he's also a bigger, uh, you know, stronger-looking kid. He's, he's, he's even more mobile, I think, uh, than Slovis. He fits the part more, but Slovis has the experience on him, and I think that that's not insignificant in this situation, and to me, it it makes me believe that he can absolutely retain that job. Yeah, the Slovis situation, um, you know, listen, there's been a lot of USC guys, kids that have come to USC, put on the uniform, gotten onto the field, lost their gig, and have left and transferred and gone on to success in other places. Um, what's the kid's name at Georgia? JT, JT Daniels at Georgia. JT right Daniels, now, yeah. right. I mean, that, that comes to mind right away. But um, if this kid, Jackson Dart, were to wind up becoming the starter over Slovis, and Slovis still has eligibility, and all of a sudden he goes from being the starter at USC to now being the backup to a, a true freshman, um, there goes the first round of the NFL draft. So, you know, oh, for sure. He'd have to go somewhere else and play another That's year. my point is that then all yeah. of a sudden you take – then he leaves. And he – you know, unlike, you know, way back when in USC history when Matt Castle stuck it out. And Matt Castle became a guy that ultimately enjoyed a significantly better NFL career, shockingly. I mean, a guy who – Oh, yeah, of course. To, he, he never played at USC. He was a starter at USC, yeah. but he became a starter yeah. in the NFL and became a right. high-priced free agent when he left New England and went to Kansas City. I mean, that was now we're going back to the early part of the 2000s. Matt Leiner beats out Matt Castle. Matt Castle takes the backup job, doesn't leave, sticks around. He's a great teammate and ultimately has a really nice NFL career. But nowadays, George, if you're a starter and you get replaced as a starter, dude, you're trying to find someplace else where you can go start. Matt Castle, by the way, Northridge Knights. That's, uh, you know, his Pop Warner football. All right. Northridge Knights, baby. Way to go. Yeah. Uh, But Matt Castle, by the way, great haircut. Just really? good, good head of lettuce, that guy. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, good head of lettuce. I mean, have nice. you seen him? 
Not Jeez. recently. Now, I mean, he's not hes not Mark Davis, who has, you know, basically like a bowl on his head, and they just cut around it. And it seems like the same haircut he's probably had since he was, I don't know, three? Yeah, Mark Davis, um, it, it is a an easy target for NFL fans to kind of beat up on Mark Davis. I mean, but he kind really of deserves it at this point, yeah. if it's, that's it's, the way he wants to do it. It's like the know? typical, you know, put a bowl of soup on somebody's head and cut yeah, around I it. Yeah, just said that. Yep. When did you say that? <laughs> Just said it. Literally, you put a bowl around, and cut his hair. He literally just yeah. said that. Exactly. Just said it. You, he was talking. Kaplan, I didn't hear it. You know what I'm saying? You do like, these. This happens to you every once in a while. Well, we're talking we're, over each other, and I didn't just didn't hear. No, it. I. You were you were dead silent then. You 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 do this thing, and I love you for it. It's what I think. It's 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 so. In, it, it makes me laugh because I think it's hilarious how I will say something, and you will literally say the same thing I just said ten seconds earlier. I believe, but it's because you're not actually listening. You're thinking about what you want to say. No, not at all. Oh, come on, I, just be honest, George. George, do you you know me for twenty years? Yes. Do I, do I ever think about the stuff I say? Stuff just comes blurting out of my mouth. I don't even think before I speak. Just Or, okay, okay, I'll say this. You were, okay, maybe you were, weren't thinking about what you were going to say, but your attention was somewhere else, even if it was just for a nanosecond. And I you guess, maybe. I, maybe that was the case. Maybe I was looking up Matt Castle's lettuce. Maybe that's what <laughs> I was doing. <laughs> if you did, you'd see what I'm talking about. Uh. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the Raiders. Speaking of Mark Davis and his awful haircut, because I want to touch on that too in a second. But let's get into the Raiders and people jumping on the bandwagon on the other side. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Sorry, I was jumping in there because I heard silence. It's like a radio Tourette's. I don't know about you, Kaplan, but I have radio Tourette's. When I hear silence, I feel like I need to talk. You know, for me, when I hear silence, I feel like I need to talk, like it's radio Tourette's. I don't know if anybody's ever said that before, but that's how I feel. Yeah, right? Like you hear, you hear dead air, you feel like you need to fill it, don't you? When I hear dead air, I feel like I need to fill it. Totally you, you just said that? Did you just say that again? Oh, my bad, my bad, my B. <laughs> especially coming off a commercial i know it's not your fault laura sometimes we have crappy computers can we fix the computers around here seriously like how many co- more no, computer no, problems no. it's do the we thing need is if you know that song it goes and then it kills and then so i played it at the silent moment so it's not the computer's oh. fault i, I oh. own my stuff i own my okay stuff. that's fine yeah all right I mean, you should have just let me ride with that. That would have been good. You know what I mean? Like, it would have just been, like, me ripping management for the computer thing. Because the computer thing has well, been Well, I thing. could dump it and you could start over. 
Nah, I need to fix the computer. Nah, we're, good. It's, we're good. It's too late. Hey, in the, the meantime, I feel like such a schmuck. You ready for this? I uh, at, the, at the commercial break, I checked my email, and I got an email here. I'm going to name drop, so just be prepared, okay. everybody. Oh, okay. Hold on. Yeah, hold on. I'm, I'm name dropping right here. I yeah. got an email from Al Michaels. Oh, who, who I asked earlier in the week when we started to hear the stories yeah. that Al Michaels was going to go to Amazon yeah. and was going to be real, the real quick. Play by play can guy. I interrupt you for yeah. one second? Go ahead. Can you pick it up? Can you pick up the the, the, the name that you dropped? You just make sure you pick that up. You know. Before you finish your, what you're saying? You mean you want me to pick it up as in you want me to re- restate it? No, no. Pick it up as in like you dropped it because you name dropped it. <laughs> he no, doesn't no. get it. No, you didn't I get just, it. It went no, over no, your head. Just go, bro. Tell the story. Completely. Yeah. That went Tell the story. way over my head. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Al Michaels sent me an email and said, hey, how's 415 this afternoon? I'll come on the show. I'll talk to you and Sedano. It'll be great. Wow. And I said, and, but this is at like 430 in the afternoon. And I'm like, okay, moron that I am. Didn't check my email earlier. Hey, Uncle Al, would you come on a little bit later on? So I'm, I'm working it right now. So if I repeat a bunch of things that you say, because I'm not listening to a word you're saying, it's because I'm emailing with Al Michaels, just so you know. Is that really why you said the bowl thing? No, I missed what you said. I mean, I really didn't hear you say bowl, and I said bowl of soup, and I didn't hear that you said bowl, and I just, uh, I, I really didn't hear you say it. And it is possible that I zoned out on you at that point. I mean, it's I mean, possible. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching this Dodgers uh, thing today on Sportsnet on Spectrum about Tommy Lasorda's life. Tommy Lasorda, you know, today would have been his birthday, so they they were running some specials. Maybe I got distracted that way. I don't know. Maybe Morales texted me in the middle of something. I'm not sure. Dios Dios mío. Dios mío. Dios Dios mío is right. Yeah. That's what I, you know, my three-year-old says that now because I say it's the only, I can't curse in front of him because he's at that age where, you know, he can repeat things. So I, I try to, uh, I just say, Dios mío, Dios mío, like when I'm frustrated. And now he says it. So it's like, uh, so, you know, I feel like, I, you know, that, that's my things. So we can do yeah, that with you like too. kind of like the Spanish version of oy ve, which is mine. Yeah. You know, I use it yes. all the time. Oy ve, yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you atone, by the way? Oh, you know I atoned, but I mean, I yeah. atoned a yeah. lot. You, I would imagine you had a lot yeah. to atone for last yeah. week. Yeah, in fact, I'm kind of thinking about putting on, like, my own private Yom Kippur over the next few weeks, like, where I just take a day each week, and I fast, and I just don't eat at all. And I'm like, uh, I'm fasting, and people are like, oh, really? You're into the intermittent fasting thing now? Is that your new diet? I'm like, no, no, yeah. I'm fasting because I'm atoning. And they're like, wait, I thought Yom Kippur was, like, two weeks ago. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I just didn't get it all out, so I'm just doing a, a once-a-week fast. Intermittent fasting is good for you, dude. I mean, it's also healthy for you. Did you know yeah. that? Well, I mean, I hear people say that. I know, um, but I haven't really. I mean, I not inter- people like doctors will tell you that. Yes. Yeah. I, uh, I find myself intermittent fasting unintentionally. You know, I usually like, don't eat until about like one o'clock in the afternoon. It's like usually my first meal. I have a couple of cups of coffee right. earlier yeah. in the day, and then I don't eat until yeah. one. But now, um, do you put like cream and sugar and stuff in the coffee? Well, because I'm on a new diet now, George, I have I have killed the creamer. You know, I've killed the the very sugary sweet cream creamer that I like to use that's like a yeah. bowl of ice cream rather than a cup of coffee. Um, but I've gone into some sort of like almond milk kind of thing that uh, But does it have like, calories in it? It has a little bit of calories, not as much sugar. Oh no, then that's it. You broke the fast. Like oh, really? you gotta have a zero calorie thing to do it yeah. right. It's my own version of inter- intermittent fasting. No, that doesn't work, bro. That, that and you're wondering why you were saying the other day you looked at yourself in a picture when you went to this wedding in the middle of nowhere, Idaho, and you were like Ugh, I'm disgusted with myself. You yeah. need to intermittent fast, and you need to take all the stuff out of the coffee. You just yeah. have straight black coffee. Yeah, um, I, I've kind of figured out that maybe I'm not as fat as I think I am. I just need a haircut really, really bad. My wait, Jufro wait, wait, is wait. just... 
Wait, now you're now you're blaming the hair? Yeah, now I'm just what, saying now that, if your yeah. hair is big, wouldn't that actually make your face look smaller? I don't know, man. It's just making me look gigantic. I don't know what the deal is. That and the no, scale no, is telling no, me no. that I'm, I'm disgusting. Hold on. Laura, if your hair is big, shouldn't uh-huh. your face look smaller? Yeah, that's why I have curly hair. With, like, it's big. I leave it like that for a reason. It makes me All look right. thinner. <laughs> Linz, am I, am I right about Duh. this? I don't know. I feel like if your face is fat, like you're saying, Cap, like... You know, if it is, it is. You know, I don't think that your hair is going to really change. You could like now, where are these pictures? from it. Yeah. Where are these pictures? Which Can I pic- see yeah, them somewhere? See, let's see a recent pic that you're talking about. Okay. All right. Coming at you guys. I will tweet it right now. I, I'm telling you, I, I, I looked at myself in a picture the other day, and I, I think I told you guys this story, but when I was at this wedding, um, turns out that the guy who got married, his uncle was a football coach of mine when I was in college. Oh, wow. And, and so the, the, the groom tells me, he goes, hey, listen, he goes, um, back in the late 80s, early 90s, when you were playing college football, my uncle was a coach on that staff. He goes, and huh. this is the guy telling me, he goes, and I can remember being like a 10 or 11-year-old kid. I was probably about a 19 or 20-year-old kid. He goes, I can remember being a 10 or 11-year-old kid running around the locker room after the game, and you and I were in the same locker room. You were 19 or 20. I was 10 or 11, and my right. uncle was one of the coaches. So I took this picture of me and one of these coaches that I had. This is back, I'm telling you, it's like 30 years ago. I look mm-hmm. at this picture of the two of us. He's 80 years old and looking mm-hmm. spry as can be. I'm 50 years old, and I just I just don't look good. That's just all there is to it. Right. 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 Big but you're fro. blaming your hair now. Yeah. Big old fro. I mean, I don't know if your hair has anything to do with your waistline, though. Well, it's making me I'm, – I'm looking for excuses. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, you know, they, no excuse- they do say the camera adds 10 pounds. That's, I feel like that's very true. No, they say that about a TV camera, a though. TV camera. Well, yeah, but even regular cameras, I think they do. Like, you ever like look yeah, in the I've mirror and you're like, oh, that. I look good. And then you take a picture and you're like, oh, man, I did not look good there. All right. I just, sent you guys, I, I just sent all of you guys. I tweeted at you. Everybody here is, uh, is, is tagged in this tweet. If you don't follow me on Twitter, it's at Scott Kaplan. It's real easy. I was, I was smart enough in 2009 to actually get my name on Twitter when I thought Twitter was a joke and no one was ever going to use it. And thank goodness, uh, here we are 12 years later, and I've got yeah. my own name. All right, but so I, I see this picture. I yeah. don't think it has anything to do with your face. I think no. your face looks okay. All right. I think it's where I'm looking at where your jacket parts and now, are you tucking the shirt out here because the jacket is beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Um, are you tucking the shirt out because of the weight thing you're referring yeah. to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to tuck my shirt in. No, that will, that makes it look worse. Yeah. There's, look at my what, belly. Cuff, yeah. Cuff. What, what you need to do is you need to tuck the shirt in and, and that will force you to look at it more, look at your belly more and be like, I got to work on that. Because if yeah. you tuck it out, it actually looks more like, like it looks a little like fluffy you know like sloppy you know and that's not what you I want think you look sloppy as well I'm, I'm listen i'm telling you right now between the the bad haircut and and the extra beautiful jacket pounds, though nice looking beautiful coat, jacket barely fit in it but I love um it. yeah i mean i'll tell you this I, I don't mean to you guys say sometimes i give you too much information but um no, i actually didn't have a i didn't have a belt on and my my button in my pants was un, unbuttoned because that's how uncomfortable my pants were <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah right now how uncomfortable are you to say that the Raiders will make the playoffs? Because your boy Kurt Warner had this. Do we have the sound, Laura? I want, I want people to hear what Kurt Warner had to say about the Raiders on the NFL Network. Do we have it? 
All right, let, let, let's hear it if we have it. Kurt Warner on the Raiders, on the NFL Network. Here's what the Super Bowl champion had to say. I've always been a big fan of Derek Carr. To me, the difference is when Derek Carr plays aggressive football, when he says to himself, hey, I'm not worried about making a mistake. I'm not worried about passing on, on a check down to try to put pressure on the defense and threaten the defense each and every time out. That's when this team is really, really good. That's when they have a difference-making team. If he continues to play aggressive, their defense continues to play the way that they play, I think we're going to be talking about a Raiders team that, that pushes their, or, or probably makes the playoffs. I mean, hold on. It sounded like, you know, the headline read, he said they're going to make the playoffs. And now he was like, they're going to push, they'll probably make the playoffs. I mean, Kurt, if you're going to go in there with a take, you got to go in and go in hard, brother. Like, you can't just, you can't just go halfway on it and then go halfway on your halfway. Well, you know that uh, after Tom Brady, which I know you've been giving me a hard time about here the your last boyfriend. couple of days. Yeah. You know, this is my man crush number one. Um, man crush number two for me is Kurt Warner. You know, I have a, a love affair with Kurt Warner. Right, and, but here's the thing, Kaplan. Yeah, I have a – not only do I have a third-degree black belt in general in Japanese goju, but I also have a third-degree black belt in take Kwon do oh, really? I know a good hot take. And that one started off great. The first 25 seconds were like, hey, man, he is building to something here. And then he gave me the probably and, like, I think they will. And and then he he hedged on the think he will to probably. He No dismount there. Terrible dismount on that. Well, I'm going to say this. Uh, we're two weeks into the NFL season. There is no doubt in my mind, and I mentioned this yesterday, there are seven undefeated teams so far in the NFL. Only seven, two of which, by the way, are in the AFC West, the Raiders and the Broncos. But the Broncos have beaten the Giants and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not really all that impressive. By the same token, when you look at the Rams, they're 2-0, off to a nice start. But let's face it, beating Chicago and beating Indianapolis, they're good wins. You take them any way they come, especially a road win, but also not terribly impressive. Now, if you really want to start impressing people and you really want to start becoming part of the national conversation more so, then when the Rams play the Buccaneers this Sunday, should the Rams win that game, people will start buzzing about the Rams. People around the country in NFL circles are buzzing about the Raiders because the Raiders beat the Ravens in week one in spectacular fashion. Then the Ravens in week two went and beat Kansas City while the Raiders went on the road and beat the Steelers, who in week one went to Buffalo and beat the Bills. The, the wins, the two wins against Pittsburgh and Baltimore have impressed people so much, George, that people are starting to think that the Raiders could be for real. And I understand why that is. I mean, you just blew right past Taekwondo. Like, seriously, you're not Taekwondo even going to comment great. on that? I love Taekwondo. I mean, you just – But you, I wanted – if, if I repeated you, it, you said I wasn't listening to you. I know, but you did – you blew right past it. Like, just – like, like red light, boom. Like, we, we could have evolved to talk about Taekwondo. Like, are you also a Taekwondo artist? Like, where are you on that? What belt would you be? Like, I'm we could have done a whole bit right. here. I'm, I feel like I could be a 10th degree black belt in take ah, now you now, now you're full of crap. Really? You're not a 10th degree black belt. All right. I'm probably a Ay, Dios mio. Ay, Dios mio. Oy vey. Oy vey and ay, Dios mio. Right. How about that? Dios mio slash oy vey. Yes. All right. I'll tell you what he, what he had to say. The Derek Carr thing, though, is interesting. Let's touch on that in a minute. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I loved Alf. I loved Alf. Alf, hey, Willie! One of my favorite favorite shows as a kid growing up it was also i believe we were talking about golden girls the other day i believe if i recall correctly both on in the same kind of prime time window on a saturday alf and uh, the golden girls on nbc uh, i want to tell you something george earlier today Lindsay sent us a list of some things that we might choose to get into including that this was the anniversary of when alf debuted on nbc so the headline was alf alf all in caps by the way alf debuts on nbc and more on that i am i'm like alf alf um the american legion of football debuted on nbc i was like alf a american something american something football and then it occurred to me no 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 that's not alf that's alf like it 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 really did get get past me i must admit you 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 are you know I think I mean, I'm having a rough day today. I think that's it, what I think it, I've got like brain fog or something. What I mean, I, honestly, I'm not even joking about this. Like, it, it is a thing. Um, you know, you 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 did have COVID. Like, I know people that have had it that have the brain fog. I'm not trying to be funny there. <laughs> I I did have COVID after being double vaccinated and and had very limited uh you know symptoms, frankly. But what I really think I need is I think I I may need like a shot of testosterone or something. That's what I might need. So is, are you going to do that to try to, like, limit the belly fat? Well, yes. Um, I'm Because that's, to... that's good for that, actually. Yeah, yeah. That and uh, there's another thing I like to take when I go see my doctor called an NAD shot. And he What's told that? me that if you uh, – it's kind of oh, – A now, NAD? Yeah, right. Well, it's kind of like ALF. You know, ALF is uh, – yeah. it's kind of like NAD, NAD, right. Yeah. And apparently yeah. what it does is it sparks the metabolism in the mitochondria of your cells – and oh. there's probably somebody out there who's hearing me say this and going, you have no idea what you're talking about. And guess what? You're right. I don't. But my doctor told me to hit it in the shoulder a couple times a week. And I'm like, all right, I'll do that. I'll do that. I actually give myself a shot, dude. I've never given myself a shot in my life. Have you given yourself a shot ever? I have, yes. Where? What part of your body? In my tush. Okay, and this one's not in the tush. This one is yeah. up in the shoulder, okay? And I... Let me tell you something. It's not easy to get. Deltoid has to hurt, I would imagine. It it did kind of hurt for like five minutes afterwards. I was like, you know, pushing my arm around. You know, I'm like, yeah. I don't know if this feels so good. Yeah. So did you did you when you said mitochondria that that made you sound really smart? Hey, right, listen, really smart. I don't even know if that's a real word or not. I it may is. have just it made is. it up, but it no, did it make is. me it's sound smart. Yeah. 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 So it's like, uh, you know, I've heard it. I don't know what the definition is, but I, I'm looking it up here now. An organism, uh, mitochondria are membrane bound cell organelles that generate most of the chemical energy needed to power the cells biochemical reactions. So there you go. There you go. Boost the uh, the uh, the energy there for you. I asked my doctor, I said, what are these NAD shots all about? He says, if NADs. they turp, they, they turp, right, NADs. You need some uh, NADs, Kaplan. I'm, I'm, I'm taking NADs twice a week, let me tell you. Um, yeah. he, he I thought said, you had some nads. Well, I do. They're in, they're in a, a shot. You know, yeah. <laughs> I shoot them into myself. My doctor told me, he goes, the uh, NAD shots turbocharges the mitochondria of the cells, which is the engine energy producer of the cell. And as you right. age, 
the yeah. efficiency of the mitochondria yeah. goes down and the NAD yeah. helps with met improved metabolism and overall energy. So I'm telling you right, right now, George, I'm about to get ripped really lean. Well, and it's OK, it's I, I, I hope so. So you can do those 50 pushups you didn't do the other day. And, right. um, you know, look. Maybe uh, Derek Carr's mitochondria is kicking right now because he is playing aggressive, to Kurt Warner's point earlier. And here's the thing with Derek Carr. He's throwing the ball down the field like Warner was addressing earlier. And that's something that I hadn't seen from him since 2016, basically. And people were trying to blame Gruden on that. And I, I don't know, man. Like, yes, I know... If I look back at Gruden's career and a lot of his quarterbacks, it was a lot of West Coast offense principles. It's, you know, not necessarily throwing the ball down the field a ton, but it's not like there were no balls down the field when Gruden was coaching teams previously. So I, I felt like it was Carr just being a little too safe with a lot of this stuff. And I like I like I like an aggressive Derek Carr. I like an aggressive quarterback. Now, I don't I think there's a fine line between being aggressive and being like careless. Uh, you know, but I, I don't think he was ever really careless. I think there is such a thing as too conservative when you're playing that position. Yeah, I think that what Derek Carr is doing, at least through the first two weeks of the season, and we'll see how things progress. But I think he's playing with a no fear of failure kind of mentality. I talked about this a little bit yesterday. You know, when he's drafted in, in his rookie year, he had a coach named Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen got fired not long thereafter. Uh, it was pretty early in the season, and they yeah. went to Tony Sperano. That turned into Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio right. turned into John yeah, boy. Gruden. And Gruden is a very overwhelming personality. And by the way, yeah. Gruden does come from the Bill Walsh West Coast offense school. He's part of that lineage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so so I, I feel like right now Derek Carr is in a position in his career where he's eight years into it. He's made a bunch of money. You know, he's he's been part of this team through all these different coaches and the move from Oakland to Vegas. Now's the time to let it rip. Now's the yeah. time to just go out well, there and play by with the way, no fear of failure. By the way, I feel like Matthew Stafford is just letting it rip. He looks fantastic, like just to flip it to, to the Rams for a second. Don't you think that – I mean, he had the one bad pass against Indianapolis, but, I, I mean, he looks as comfortable as I've ever seen him back there in, through two games. Yeah, I, I feel like Matthew Stafford has started this season with a lot of confidence. Like, look, I played really well for a long time and put up a massive amount of stats while in Detroit. That team, that franchise was a perennial loser. Everybody I'm around here at the Rams believes we're winners. They've been winners. They think we're the best team they've had in the Sean McVay, Les Snead era. So I feel like also Stafford has definitely come out winging it, playing with no fear of failure because, listen, he, his team expects to win. And they're all looking at him as the leader who can help them win. And, and I got to think for Stafford, that's a really good feeling because everybody in Detroit was looking at him saying, how come you're good and we suck? Whereas everybody's looking at him in L.A. going, you're good, we're good, let's go win. Yeah, and that, that's, that seems to be what's going to happen, or at least so far so good on that stuff. So I, I love it. I love that these teams are rolling. Um, I'm curious to see how the Chargers kind of rebound this weekend. I'm all in on this. But, look, coming up next, I'm going to give you the top reasons why I think the Rams will do America a favor and beat that Tom Brady and the Bucks. God, that Tom Brady drives me crazy. So we will talk about that on the other side. Kaplan's, uh, you know, buddy, uh, you know, his, his man crush. Right. Uh, and Scott Kaplan, oh, boy, I'm reading this CNBC story about office etiquette. 
This has you written all over it. I'll explain what that means coming up in a couple of minutes. Stick around. It's Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN.